Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, the podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, a long overdue retirement, a one-year anniversary no one wants to remember, and we'll talk about the 38th special show we just came from. Don't hold on too loosely, because it's going to be a roller coaster. It's late, but we're rocking into the night, this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, here are the two guys back where they belong, Matt and Dave. Ha <laughs> ha! Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Dave, and welcome to the podcast, episode 33. I don't even know if we need to do numbers anymore. For those I of just, you who don't know, yeah. at the end of that intro were all kinds of 38 special song references. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, yes, it, yes, they Well were. done, Dave. And I take pride in that. There you go. Well done with those those references. So what's up, man? I haven't seen it in about like 20 minutes. This is ep- <laughs> I know. I haven't seen you in a few minutes. This is episode 33 which is very close to 38. Which is very close to 38. You know, it's too bad tonight couldn't have happened on episode 38. We saw 38 special it, on episode 38. It would have been kismet. Oh, well. Anyway. Yeah, oh, well. Well, we oh, move well. on. We, we move, move on. on. We yeah. move on. Yeah. So, so Dave, yeah. So, so as we Dave just said, Dave and I literally just got home from watching the 38 special at the Tops Fields Fair. The Tops Field Fair is the closest thing we have around the Boston area to like an old time country fair because Tops Field is north of Boston, which is like a like a rural, well, it's not a rural area now. It's become like a rich suburb, but originally it was a rural area. There's still a lot of yeah. farms there, right, Dave, and Tops Yeah, Field? oh, tons yeah. of farms, yeah. But it's a smaller fair. Like for, you, for those of you listening, you might think of like a, a much, much bigger fair. It's a small a small fair, but it's, it gets a ton a ton of people. Yeah, it's but the yeah, biggest it was, one it in the Boston great. area for sure, right? So, but it was yeah. it was really cool. It was really cool last week. So, so the story be told. Last week, I went with my family, and then all of a sudden, I get a text from Matt. Hey, look who's playing next yeah. week at the Topsfield Fair. <laughs> yeah, thirty eight special. Yeah. So yeah, a long story short, we made arrangements and back we went. And uh, yeah, it was it was great, man. And you couldn't you you at least showed up halfway through, but yeah. You made it. I missed traffic, like the first like it. how many songs did I miss, Dave? Like five, like five songs, five yeah, songs. I think you missed yeah. about five. I did miss "Back Where You Belong" and uh, "Back you Where did. You Belong." You did, and it was fantastic. So it was it was a good show. Um, we did some research. It looks like there's only two long-standing members in the band, with yep. um, only one real original member in the band now. Right? What's his name? Right, uh, Don, Don Barnes is the singer Barnes, and uh, rhythm yeah. and rhythm guitarist, and he's he's fan. You know what? We look we, so we looked it up during the show. He's he is sixty eight years old, and he sounds like he's in his forties, maybe his, even thirty. His singing, his, 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 singing, his voice is great. His voice sounds dead on in his guitar playing. He doesn't just play the rhythm; he plays a lot of lead too. He plays a lot of lead and too. He's, yeah, he's awesome. He's he's really good. I I thought they put on a good show. I was really impressed because I was like, I don't know, like there's not a lot of original members in the band. You guys might remember that Donnie Van Zant, um, Stephen Van Zant's uh, brother was. It, it was his band. He basically founded Thirty Eight Special, right. and um, he's no longer with in Don, the band. Yeah. yeah, with Don exactly. Um, but what's interesting is like he was mainly the singer of the band, uh, Ronnie Van Zant, but his but Don does most of the singing and Don kind of sang on all the hits. So I don't really know what 
Van Zant's um, role really was in the band. But it was always just like Ronnie Van... Ronnie, is that right? Ronnie Van Zant's? Donnie, Donnie Van Zant. Oh, sorry, Ronnie Donnie. Ronnie's, Ronnie, Ronnie Van Zant, long gone. Yeah, yeah, not Ronnie Van Zant. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, so Donnie Van Zandt. So it was basically always his band. But sadly, he actually retired. We looked yeah. up in 2013. So he wasn't there. But I'll because tell you what. Loss. He had, because he of had hearing loss. He had neurological hearing yeah. loss. So it's, it's really a shame because he was so good. Yeah, he know? was but, great. He he did bring a lot. I, I mean, I joke, but he did bring a lot to, to the band. Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah. he totally did. Um. So, yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. But at the same time, they sounded great. They played all the hits. Like Dave said, I was in traffic coming from work. I missed um, um some of the hits. But, you know, overall, it was a great – it was – I thought, you know, for what it is, it's a fair – you know, I, they did a good job. I thought they were great. I'll tell you, they did great. And the crowd was actually really into it. It was a really good-sized crowd. And, good-sized uh, they were, crowd. And they were super into it. So it was it was really good. It was a fun show. They they were but into it, it. Obviously, it was an older crowd. Obviously, right? An older crowd, yeah. But that's just like a fair crowd, you know. But yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people went purposely to see them, like we did. You know, I think they totally did. Yeah. So I, it was definitely worth like heading out there and checking it out. You know, they are. I mean, Dave and I are watching this band. Like they are a great guitar dad band. Like they they kept switching guitars. Oh, totally great guitar. Oh yeah. So so Don, what's his sorry, what's his name again? Don Don Barnes. He, Don, he, Don Barnes he played a junior all night, but he basically um, played what. He basically played what looked like a vintage Les Paul Jr. all night. Um, and then it looked like he, and then he also switched to the screen, which looked to me like a Les Paul double cut. Um, mm. Really cool looking guitar. Sounded great. The guitars just sounded so good. So Yeah, which which really, to me, like it impressed me because it's like the, the, the actual, like the PA wasn't that great. It wasn't that big. And it was, but, yep. but again, it wasn't like a huge venue either, but still it sounded great. However, it, we did, it, and we made the same comments about the lead guitarist, right? Every time he went for a solo, it was like there was no boost, no nothing. And we were sitting right behind the sound guy. I almost wanted to tap him on the shoulder. And, hey, dude, buddy, yeah. a little up, will you? The, the sound guy is just like sitting there, and it's like, like what the hell? Like, bump up the guitar a little bit more, man. We want, we want to be, we want the tone to wash over us, like it did at the Black Crows show. That's um, right. I mean, of course, this is a much smaller. This is a state fair. That kind of, it's like a PA they just set up and everything. I mean, I get it, but still, like they could have done a little bit better with the sound, honestly. Yeah, no. They but could've. over the vocals were nice and clear, so that was that was good. I actually, yeah, vocals were great. Yeah, on the plus side, the vote, and I'll tell you what, these guys. Everybody in the band sings, and um, well, maybe not the drummer, but everybody else in the band <laughs> sings. And you know, the harmony sounded great, and I had no, yeah, they really I did. had no reason to believe, especially because like this wasn't a lot of production value. Like I highly doubt they were running any tracks or anything. It sounded sounded real to me and real like good four part. Oh harmony. no, it, it was live. Yeah. It was it was live and in person. It was um, now. Let me ask you a question because I was thinking this during the show. If I had said, hey, look, 38 Special's coming to town. You want to buy tickets and go see them? I mean, you probably would have said, eh, I don't know, maybe. No, I no, I would have said yes because I knew it would you be would like have? an awesome guitar show. And I, it didn't disappoint to be a you good would guitar have, show. So you would have said yes even even before. So I, yeah, I would have definitely like, have said yes having seen this show, of obviously, you know, in, in hindsight. But I don't know if I would have said, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll drop like 50 bucks and go see them. So – the only reason why is because I got I, I started listening to 38 Special again. I always kind of liked them, but only knew a few of their songs. I started listening to oh, them. That live, that live in Texas album, unbelievable. Yeah, I started listening to them about six years ago when I started playing Hold On Loosely in a cover band. And I was like, oh, let me go check it out. And I came across what Dave just said, this Live at Texas album from 2011. 
And um, yeah, this the, if you guys want to check out some great southern rock, you know, maybe if you don't know Third Day Special as much, or if you do know them, check out this album. It's you just get it on Spotify and. It's it's so good. It's live in Texas, and the guitar work on it is awesome. The vocals are great. It's it's a great album. And you album. know the funny thing, it, you you would you obviously you missed the beginning of the show. The funny thing is, they were essentially playing that set. Oh list. yeah, the same set. I, I heard almost it. the I same was in tra- set. I was in traffic outside the venue, you know, outside the fair, and I could hear. And I was like, oh, this is what they opened with, you know, on the on the live yeah, in Texas. Yeah. So they've basically been doing the same show for like you know eleven years or whatever it's been. Yeah, yeah. And so, I posted, uh, if you know, for those of you following us on Instagram, thank you first of all at Guitar Dad's yes, Pod. Please, if you're listening to this, check out check us out on Instagram where we're constantly posting. We also post clips of this pod so if you if you don't get a chance to listen to the whole thing you get a chance to get a little piece of the action from us uh but yeah check us out i also i saw so i posted a bunch of videos from tonight so you can check them out see what you guys think how do they sound how yeah, do they look what did, what did you think comment i mean yeah. we were totally into it yeah we definitely we want to hear your comments on everything we post please because you guys kind of drive the show drive you, you guys really drive it we do this for you but so we let's talk let's you. talk about one more thing and then we'll move on but um so the lead guitar player is a new guy, obviously. They've only been with him for a couple of years. He was playing strat, right. strats. He seems like mainly a strat guy. But then he pulled out this really cool sparkly gold PRS. Uh, like a custom yeah. 20. It looked like a custom 24. It was really cool. And it sounded Very great. Very cool. Sounded, sounded great, too. Impressive. So yeah. um, I loved it, you know, but what, what was it about the, uh, the guitar player, Dave? Like he had a look. So he, well, you pointed out, he kind of, <laughs> he had the mannerisms and he had the look of, he was like a, uh, a Richie Sambora. It was really odd, actually. When you said it to me, I was like, and then, then I couldn't like unsee it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely and then had later, that. Yeah. And then later you said that he looked like Donald Trump in disguise. <laughs> <as a musician. laughs> Yes, it was a little distracting because he literally looked like if Donald Trump is trying to disguise himself as a as a rock star. Um, well, I mean, to give this guy credit, he was a lot. He's a, a thin, lot skinnier. A thin rock star. He's yeah. a lot. He's a lot skinnier than Donald Trump. But but still, like it was really funny because like you looked at him in the way like if Donald Trump just grew out grew out his hair a little bit more and like disguised himself as a rock star and lost like a bunch of weight, it would look exactly like this guy. It totally so, would. And I don't know if you're going to see it on the videos because we were a little far back. Yeah, and we yeah, got yeah. There a little bit late, but. Um, it, it totally tr- just trust us on this. So then that, that couldn't us. get out of our heads the rest of the night. So, um, but yeah, right. overall it was good. And then we had some, um, fried, um, fair food, which was, you know, probably I'm going to regret tomorrow, but you know, at least, we, at least, at least we did. Yeah. That. Look, check, check out, check us out on Instagram. I'm sure. Matt will post about his GI issues later. <laughs> No one wants to hear that. Nobody, um, but anyway, so that, I thought that. it was I thought it was worth it. I'm glad we did it, Dave. So if you guys get yeah. a chance, you know, if you're a guitar dad and you're out there and you're like, oh yeah, I like 38 Special, and they come around to your local state fair or whatever, like go check them out. They were it's fun. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. excellent show. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, all right, Ellis. Let's move on to our uh, news and notes. Uh, we don't have a lot this week, but we do have um, we do have to, of course, as everybody else is, we have to mark. What was it yesterday? It was the one year anniversary of the death of Eddie Van Halen. Of course, you know, the that's hard to believe. Absolute. It's so hard to believe. Mm-hmm. And, and to think that, you know, it was it was only a year ago. It feels like it doesn't. You know what? Now that I think about it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it was a year ago. It feels I, like it wow. was it was it was it was a lot like it was just the other day. You know, so it was your I mean, really that's how much he kind of meant to the music wow. world. Yeah, it was, it was really a year really ago. A year ago. Wow, that's awesome, man. 
Well, there it is. It's awesome. It's not awesome. It's, there it um, is. You know, That's it's, not awesome. Well, you know yeah, what? Let's take let's take a moment since we're talking about Eddie. Let's take a moment to um talk about Wolfgang. Remember, we were gonna we were gonna talk about him. For yeah, a Wolfie. Minutes. Yeah. Did you did you see did you see him uh, with that spot with GNR? Yeah, yeah. So he opened with for GNR. His band is I think he's going with the band is Mammoth is what he's calling himself. Mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. Mammoth and basically, EV. Mammoth. Uh, Mammoth. Uh, doesn't he do, go by his initials too? It's mammoth, like, mammoth, um, w, w, WVH. VH? Yeah, is that what it is? I think anyway. so. Yeah, I think it's just me. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he's going by, but what it is is he basically put out an album. And if you check, have you listened to the, I've only heard a few songs off the album, but I've I was, heard a few tracks. But I'm yeah. impressed. But basically, he is pulling a Lenny Kravitz or a, um, or a Nine Inch Nails. And basically, he produced this album all entirely himself and played every instrument and sang all the everything on the album. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so he, I mean yeah, he, he did. And he he's he sounds good. He sounds he, I mean guitar his guitar work is fantastic. His guitar obviously. work, I mean, is let's just be honest, his, his guitar work isn't his dad's guitar work, but it's, it's pretty good, awesome. But, but do you expect that? Right? No, no, I mean, you can't, no, I mean, you can't go into it expecting it like it's gonna even be his, Eddie Van Halen. Kind you're of. right. Even his son is not Eddie Van Halen, but he's but no. he sounds great and his vocals sound good. His songwriting is actually quite good. I mean, this yeah. kid, I think, has a future, and I, you know, he's doing really well, and it sounds really good. He opened. I'm he got, glad he was able to tour with GNR because maybe he can give cool. Axel a few tips on the. Uh, maybe he can give Axel a few tips on the uh, songwriting. Yeah, maybe he can write some songs with GNR. Yeah, it's a good. Maybe they need him. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm really impressed with what Wolfgang has has done, and like I said, it's pretty good rock and roll. It's more. It, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you the. Um, if you haven't heard it. It's more on the modern rock side. Is that what you would call it, Dave? It's, it's yeah, more I'd of say a modern, modern rock, rock yeah, feel. Yeah, sure. Which is kind of cool because he's not trying to be his dad and, and emulate, you know, Van Halen, that kind of sound. He's not trying to do this. He's doing his own thing. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm sure Eddie Van Halen could sing. I know he would do sing some backups and stuff, but this kid can really sing. He's good. He's a good singer. So um, I think it's definitely worth checking out, guys. So anyway. Yeah. In memory, no, of, in memory of his dad, um, go go check out what what Wolfgang's doing. He's doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Eddie. What a what a loss. What a loss. What a, what, a, what a legend. But anyway, along the along the same line, along yep. that uh, along that Van Halen kind of theme, right? Is there some other news that happened this week? Oh, there was some big news that happened this week. Uh, David Lee Roth um, announced that he was retiring officially. This retiring. Week. Well, too bad his voice retired about 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is this really a shock to everybody that David Lee Roth is retiring? It's like, dude, we saw you no. try. We saw you toward Van Halen like 10 years ago, and it was, let's just be honest, it was kind of a train wreck for you. So, <laughs> it was a total train wreck. So was it even 10? It was probably more than 10 years ago. It might have been point. more. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, Either when, way, when, no Wolfgang, matter, when Wolfgang was playing bass with him. Um, right. Like if you go back and look at some of those appearances, like there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube from like appearances he did like on um, Today Show and Ellen, and you listen to him and you're like, this is terrible. Like he should he he should have been done a long time ago. So oh, a long know. time ago. And, I mean it. Twenty years ago. I mean yeah, that's, that's yeah. when I think his voice really started to go. Yeah, so he's basically like, I'm retired, and we're like, well, you haven't been doing anything lately anyway, so like, what the hell, man? Who cares? <laughs> and, you know, I feel a little bit bad because I really, like we talked about last week, I really do like the the early Van Halen, the David Lee Roth uh, era. I think he he contributed so much to rock and roll. You cannot, you can de- No, he did. Deny. I can't deny He had that. so much style. 
he really he was an amazing frontman. You got to admit, he just was. Yeah, back in the you day, know? he was an amazing frontman. But yeah. you're right. He what has he done in the last bunch of years? That's like that's like yeah. falling asleep on the couch at night and then waking up and going, okay, I'm going to bed. I'm going it's to like, bed. It's like you've been you asleep. Were asleep. Dave, yeah. you know, Dave, you do that a lot. I do. I do that every night. <laughs> But yeah, so like, this is like big news that, you know, we don't really, this is big news that we, that's not, it's like a nothing burger, if you ask me. It's a nothing nothing burger with cheese. It's a nothing burger. Do you, I wanted to bring this up. Do you remember when, when um, David Lee Roth had, had a, like a radio show as like a nationally syndicated radio show and they gave him, yeah. So they gave him a chance and in like six months, like every station just canceled his ass. Oh yeah, I'm it was. Sure it I sucked. felt bad because I I listened to the show. I thought it was fun. I I think he's a fun guy. Um, no, I think he's a fun guy. I agree. I agree with you though. He 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 meant a lot to rock and roll, and what he did with with Van Halen is is you know is is just amazing. I really I I do I do like it. I like it a lot. But I think this and we as we've talked about on this pod before, I I definitely prefer the Sammy stuff over. Yeah, uh, David Lee Roth. For yeah, sure. and in terms of like the you know the the singing chops and all that, but at the same time, like David Lee Roth did some cool stuff. Like you can't deny it. I mean, I think we all agree. You can't deny how great he was back in the day. And I think a lot of people argue, well, he was never that great of a singer. He didn't have. He wasn't like you know an amazing singer, but he really defined that sound that went on in the eighties. You know, he had a lot to do with that. You know, with the screaming and the yeah yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're right. You're he's absolutely very influential, right. and his solo very stuff is very influential too. So he definitely has a legacy. He should be proud of it. But I kind of agree that you know, yeah, it's probably time for you to retire. I think we're done. I think you're yeah, done. time for you to be done. That's, there's no more rocking for you. You're done. <laughs> now I would argue. I would argue that if Eddie was still alive, that David Lee Roth would still be holding out for some kind of like a, a oh another totally tour, even yeah, though yeah, even yeah. though they shouldn't do well, it they shouldn't have done it because he still he hasn't been able to sing but yeah I mean yeah. you got to wonder if like part of this just came came down the pike because it was just time and like there was nothing else of to course do. of course that's what's going on you know well actually Sammy said that right after right after Eddie died so a y- year ago he went on to Howard Stern. And he basically said to Howard, and he said, I was in talks with, with Eddie of getting a tour back together, and, and David Lee Roth was going to come out on the tour, and we were going to do some songs with both eras of Van Halen. Like, he revealed that, that that was in the works, and Eddie and uh, Alex were on board with it at some point. So, really interesting. So Really interesting. Would have yeah. been cool. Would have been Would have cool. been cool, man. Well, I hope that David Lee Roth has a... Pleasant retirement. Pleasant retirement. You know, hopefully he enjoys his 2 p.m. snack time and his uh, 4.45 dinner <laughs> and his 8 p.m. bedtime. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> because so he is kind of that age. So good luck yeah. to you, DLR. We, we love you, man. Um, let's get into, what do you think, Dave? Want to get into the gear? We're going fast tonight. Let's, we're going, we're going fast. fast tonight. We're going fast tonight. Fa- fa- uh, yeah, let's get into some gear. What are, Dave, what are we going to talk well, about? Dave, Dave, like, I, like I don't know. Dave, you've been going down this road where you have become PRS curious. Now let me explain. First, you were Gretsch curious. Before you, for, before you paint me anything, paint me indecisive. Okay. Well, I would as always... you know, because you've known me, for, you've known me for how long now? How many? How many? How many? How, geez, you've, God, man, a long you've known time. A long, long time since we're coming, we were like we're com- four, fourteen years we're old. We're coming up on thirty years, man. We're coming up on thirty years. 
That's scary. Uh, but yeah, so, but anyway, so if anybody knows me, you know me that I'm indecisive and I always get into these like obsessive kicks. And now, now that true. I'm into this guitar stuff, yeah, that's just me. This is true. So I, I at the same time as Matt kind of, well, maybe not at the same time, but kind of around that time, kind of got a little bit ES curious. And I was like, oh, maybe oh, yeah. I want a 335. Geez, that's, you know, those are a little bit too big. Yeah. Then I looked at the 339s. Like, then I got really hooked on that. And then I saw a couple like uh, kind of in the same price range in in uh in in realm you know the um you know the the foreign made uh gretches uh and and gone into those and then i played one of them at guitar center last week it looks great online it's really like it feels flimsy and cheap in the store so are these the duo jets dave is that what the model is the duo jet uh, you know what i should i should have that in front of me before see don't we do this every week i know i know we're on this is like not being ready for a test yeah um but you know, it was a it was a streamliner. No, it was oh, a streamliner. Streamliner. Okay. A stream, no, no, it's it was a streamliner. A, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was like a twenty. I think it was a twenty six fifty seven T. Had the Bigsby. Okay. Um, it looked great in pictures, but it just it, it felt like the 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 I, it, obviously it's a um a, a veneer. A, 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 I forget the wood the, the 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 cap wood, but it's obviously a veneer, and it just felt like it felt so flimsy. Really? And it's, a, it's a it's a it's a semi hollow body and it should be light but it just felt like a toy guitar what did the neck like feel it. like the neck you know what the funny thing is the neck actually felt pretty good oh um okay it, and it played decently but i just didn't like the feel of it it felt like a, a flimsy guitar then i picked up a 335 uh an epiphone 335 and the difference was just night and day oh, right? those epiphone so, 335s are so nice dave speaking of which i meant to text you this today Guitar Center just put those on sale. They're down to four nine nine. Which ones? The three fives. The three three fives. Wow! Yeah, they felt yeah. they if those that felt if it felt great, it looked great, Dude, it played great. Four nine nine. That's hard. I know. That's tough to pass up. It's very tough to pass up. <laughs> let's let let's let's travel down this path though, as we told our listeners. Okay, all right, keep going. It didn't end there. Then somehow, I don't even know how this happened. I must have had a dream or something, or this is just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living vicariously through, like, you know, this, this, I don't even know who, but I, I, I feel like now I'm like PRS curious. Ooh. And. Well, it start, well, act, to be honest with you, from my, what I understand is you were into these semi hollows and you were at the guitar store and you picked up one of the semi hollow. Oh, PRSs. right. Yes. So that is part of, that is yeah. part of the story. So I, I ended up just kind of strolling around the store and I came across, cause I've kind of been into that semi hollow, like that, that's been kind of the yeah. thing, whether it's, you know, an ES or whatever, I've been kind of into that, the idea of a semi hollow. And I saw the, the, uh, the Zach Myers signature. Yes. Uh, PRS, so which nice. is a semi hollow. Yeah. And it just, it really caught my eyes. I picked it up. I started playing it. It felt really good. It sounded good. I liked it. Nice. I started, I kind of thought, well, maybe I'm kind of PRS curious. And then, and this as is I'm an, scrolling the around Zach, online, The Zach Myers is an SE model. It, the, the Zach Myers is an SE, yeah. Which is a semi-hollow it's, it's SE. It's beautiful. It's really it's beautiful. nice. It's, got a, it's got a really like beefy neck, though, which yep. I kind of like, yep. but a really beefy neck. Nice. So then I went back to the store to check it out, and I saw this, and I can't believe I actually really fell in love with the look of this thing. But I saw a, 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 an, a, an SE Custom Twenty Four Pink Bonnie Pink. That's what's called Bonnie the, Pink. 
Bonnie Pink in the <laughs> in the flame on this thing is just killer. And the neck's got a thinner profile than the Zach Myers. Yep. And it played the fretboard is just like butter. Sounds nice. And I started playing it in about five minutes and I said, you know what? This is it. Nice. So I think I've made a decision. What do you think? You told me I shouldn't be getting an SE. I should be getting a used C. Well, so so I I think I think this the SEs for what they are and what you're gonna pay for them, they're probably the best. Well, actually, I don't know. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say this. People, people one, rave because, about the SEs. Well, because the, the, as they, I, I was about to say they're probably the best quality, you know, like foreign-made guitar in that price range you're going to get. But then I just thought about the Squire Classic vibe that's on the wall here. And I, I the, the Squire Classic vibe is by far the best, uh, you know, overseas-made, you know, mass yes. production guitar out there. It, it, it just is. The, for, 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 yes. for the money... You can't beat like you know for four hundred and fifty bucks. You can't beat it with the, yeah. Between and between the, the two of vibe. us, we got three of them. Yeah, exactly. You can't beat that. So after that, if you want to spend a little bit more, and the quality does actually go up, I think those SEs are very hard to beat. You know, I just am like because I do love the PRS. You know, even though I'm not a dental practitioner, but um, <laughs> or a lawyer or a doctor, but you know, I guess I'm close enough. <laughs> so. <laughs> Are but, you though? But uh, but but I love I love the. I mean, we talked about this on like the first episode of Guitar Dads. That I think the ultimate Guitar Dad guitar is like a super flamed out PRS Custom Twenty Four. Yes, yeah, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> now I'll tell you, they they people people love the SEs and they, and they they really they, they don't, are they nice. chunk, they they stock up pretty good uh, pretty well against the uh, the core models. So yeah, they they actually you do. Know, like, they're very nice. I, I the my, my problem is I've played some of the cores and they are just they're they're some of the best playing. Oh, you can't I, no, up. you cannot compare. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's some of the best playing guitars you're ever going to pick up. So then to go to the SE for me, I'm like, eh, should I just hold out and buy a real PRS? I don't know. But I think the I SEs mean, like they're they're incredible guitars, and they're making them like you said, like they're making them in their like the new colors and new models, like the Zach Myers and this one that you've picked up, this pink one. I mean, it looks awesome. It looks sweet. <laughs> let me tell you in person, it's even better. Is it now? Yeah. Let me. So do you do you think? Do you think that the, the the like the the higher like the core models? Do you think those are overpriced for what they are? Um, against a, say like against like a Gibson or against a you know a, a that's you know, a why top yeah of the line, to be honest vendor. Yep, to be honest with you, that's why I don't I don't own one because if they were two grand, then I would be like I'm in all day long. And I guess you, I mean a lot of you are going to tell me where well, you could go online and find a used one for two grand. I don't want to find a used one for two grand. I want to. I want a new one for two grand. But I understand it is what they are. I understand it is what they are, and that's what it is. So, but the, but there's a model uh, that PRS makes. They have a bolt on. It's a made in the USA. It's part of their core line made in the USA. It's a bolt on with a maple neck. It's called the CE, and those retail for about twenty two hundred. You can find them used for fifteen to sixteen. And I, I think for sixteen hundred, you're not. It's gonna be. You're gonna be hard pressed to find a better guitar than that. But the but the other problem is for six, six for sixteen hundred you can get a really nice Strat American made Strat right yeah you can get a great Strat for that you price. know um so that that's another hard kind of sell with PRS again this is why I don't have a PRS but I think eventually I'm gonna break down 
and buy a flamed up, you know, custom 24 for 4,500 bucks. It's going to happen eventually in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I hope, I hope your wife is, you know why? Because 4,500 bucks is a lot easier to swallow than 6,500 for, you know, a custom shop, you know, true historic 59 Les Paul. Oh yeah, of course. If you're gonna put, if you're gonna, but you're like, you're not even comparing apples to apples here. No, you're not. But if you're gonna have to go, it's to, a good yeah, point. of course. That's like, that's like saying one of those ten grand guitars that you saw in Nashville. Well, you know, I can't really. I'm not gonna really justify spending the ten grand. I can maybe spend a. I can see like sixty five hundred on a custom shop. But but that's a good point. Like if I if I was gonna spend this is a different topic. But if I was gonna spend that five thousand dollar range for a guitar, there's plenty of custom shop, really nice custom shop, less balls for that kind of money. I'd probably take that money and put it into a custom shop, less mm. ball. Oh, that's interesting. I probably wouldn't go for the flamed up, um, just because I'm a less ball guy. And it's like if I'm gonna spend You're that kind Les of Paul guy. if I'm gonna spend that kind of money, I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy a Les Paul. Sorry, but you have two Les Pauls. I, well, I have two of those Les Pauls, and I have two. Um, I got the 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 junior behind me, and then oh, that's have, right. You still you got the junior, and then I have yeah, the tribute. You, 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 so and technically, I got, tribute. I got four Les Pauls. Technically, you have four. <laughs> but but like I agree. Like to me, it's like two of the real. In my opinion. So like, technically, you don't Pauls. even have Les Pauls. You have more Pauls. I have more Pauls. But yeah, I'd like I'd love to get. Like that, that, that's what Nashville kind of did to me, Dave. Now that it's like set, it's like been a, you know, a few weeks. I'm like, I really just, my next guitar really just has to be a custom shop. Les Paul just has to be. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Anyway. Anyway, So you think you're going to hold yourself to that, but you're going to maybe, maybe not, but are you going (laughs) to, until something else grabs my attention. Until until next week when we're talking about the next big thing. I could be tempted by a 499 Inverness green ES, Epiphone ES335. You like the Inverness Green? See, I don't. I don't. I am into the. I'm again. We've talked about this plenty of times too. How how much of it? Which is interesting because I'm going after the pink PRS. But how much of a traditionalist I, I, I exactly. am in terms of the look of a guitar? Exactly. But yeah, I don't like. I, mean, I don't dig the green. I, I do like the sunburst and I like the red. Well, tune in next week to find out if Dave pulls the trigger on this pink PRS. <laughs> yeah, and that was the Guitar Dad's podcast. Catch you guys on the flip. 